welcome to the Empower Hour, where for a full hour-ish, you'll hear the Heels Empowerment team talk all things female-related, sex, life advice, tragic relatable stories, and some random shit. This is me, Gio. And me, Sophie. Hello, Sophie Webber. Hello, Gio Collins. Oh, that's weird. I know, it feels weird to say your full name. Yeah. Also to call you Gio, because I tend to call you George. Yeah, you never or G. Call, yeah, you never call me Geo. So no. you saying that oh, was a bit weird. Don't don't, weird. don't do that. Yeah, feel uncomfortable. Yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it is true actually. Yeah, because my full name actually isn't obviously Geo Rose. It's Georgia Rose Collins. <laughs> no one is calls it? me that no. anymore. Like no one's really calls me Georgia. But like people say George all the time. Yeah. Like like close like friends, I'd say. Yeah. And then otherwise, people just say G or G. Like in work, if someone said George, I probably wouldn't turn around. Yeah. I, I love G. Yo G. Yo G. Yo G. Yo G dog. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, homie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I yeah, that's actually weird. You said G. But anyway, that's so not what we're talking about today. So I'm gonna just kind of let Soph take the the lead on this one because. It's, it was actually Sophie's idea what we're going to do. Yeah, I do have some good ideas in, in this little brain sometimes. Sometimes. Um, yeah, I just thought it'd be really nice for you to talk a little bit about your story as a businesswoman. Mm. So, obviously bossing it. Thanks. And it's not been an overnight thing, has it? No. Um, and there are probably quite a few queens out there who would be interested in knowing the story. But also, maybe building businesses themselves Mm. so you know your experiences and your advice Mm -hmm. could be really useful yeah to them right now well if I could help in any way yeah of course yeah because you've you've learned a lot Mm -hmm. learned a lot so start from the beginning okay start from the beginning what birth maybe not that far (laughs) (laughs) when I came out the womb when you came out the womb (laughs) um what great day that was yeah Blast everyone that day. Bless everybody. <laughs> so, no, talk a little bit about, I don't know, the day maybe you start, you founded Heels Empowerment, basically. Um, I think I've, like, some people might know this anyway, like, but, yeah, so I'll speak as if you've, ne- like, no one's ever known this, because we haven't really spoken about this ever on the podcast. So, no. I have no idea it was going to be a business. So I think that's what a lot of people were kind of seeing that. It, it was quite organic how it happened. Um, I was in a place where I had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to dance and I knew I wanted to stay in this industry, but I had no idea how. Like, I always knew I loved teaching and it was always something I felt really passionate about giving to people, especially, you know, my mum's a ballet teacher. I've always taught with her since I was young. I was always there, you know. So, like, I used to help her out with the younger kids. Um, and then I would um, I would help her choreograph. Like, she gave me all those skills to do that, like, and nurtured it. So mm. I've always loved doing that, but I never thought it was going to be... I knew eventually, but not this young. Yeah. I never knew this young. And I never thought about being a businesswoman. And this still freaks me out this day. Yeah, we always say it's like an accidental. It's so accidental, isn't it? Yeah, so like, it's not like 
it was in my goals like when we'd have to write in uni and college like what's your five ten year goal this was never in my goal like to do this this soon it was always more like when i'm 35 onwards maybe but you know life turns out the unexpected and that's the best things um so i graduated and i was like actually the things i was in my five ten year plan i don't want to do like i was bored of the style i was doing it wasn't giving me any joy anymore and i just had to find again what i'm passionate about and i always knew deep down that i loved commercial and um, but those more those more like modern styles i would say like more current styles but kind of fell in a trap of here, like thinking that everyone else knew what was best for me, which I think as a child, you just listen to your like to adults. Yeah. And I wasn't listening to my gut, which I would, funny enough, even though I'm such an emotional person, I would always ignore because I think everyone knew best for me, which mm. this is probably going to be a common theme, listening to your guts, mm. this podcast, to be honest. Um... And then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go to classes. I'm not going to put pressure on, like, getting jobs or anything at the moment. If jobs come, they come. Obviously, because I've got the experience, I've got a degree in dance. So things will come, um, but it might it might not be what exactly I want within the industry. And it did, you know, I, I got some jobs and that. And then I was going home, I was being a shot girl. And I think this is important, being a business owner, like, having skills in different areas, not yeah. just in your industry, is a big thing, like... Being a shop girl and working in bars is probably the most valuable jobs I've ever had to be where I am now. Yeah. Well, you've got to speak to so many people and you've also got to sell. To yeah, them, you've you? got to sell to people um, and you've got to deal with people drunk. Yeah. And that's probably the hardest thing that you can ever do and um, working in a bar. Like, so... You know, when we were in the cocktail club for the awards night, like, I was just saying how grateful I was for us. Like, I knew we were being batshit crazy and they allowed us to be batshit crazy. And I was like, thank you so much for just, like, putting up with us, you know? Like, really appreciate it. And, like, I tipped them and stuff because I just mm. thought, I know what it's like to be in your shoes. Like, you deserve every penny of what you get paid. And as well, that little tip always goes a long way. You know, like, it's just, it's a hard job. And... You've got to have a patience of a saint, and I feel like I do have patience of a saint. Yeah. Anyway, and then like doing those jobs, like it tests you. Um. So I think, especially being a shot girl, um, you you're not on an hourly rate. It's purely commission. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, it is good money when you do shots. But I am really grateful for those opportunities, and still to this day, you know, I don't do shots, but I'm I have a, like still like you know good good relationship with um, my bosses um, who I worked with and even people from Tiger to Tiger. I really respect the people who, where I am today. And I think that's another important thing, respect people like along mm. the way because they're the ones who you're still gonna bump into. Mm. And they're business owners as well. Like I have a lot of respect for them. And now I have even more respect for them because I know the shit they gotta put up with, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And like when I was younger, I might not even realize. So I think, you know, doing those jobs are really valuable. So in between uni, I was doing Tiger Tiger. And then when I then wanted to go to classes and figure shit out in London, I was coming home in between and I was doing shot girling. So I didn't really have to financially worry um, because I I was doing shots. And then, and yeah, my dad said I could sell sand to an Arab. 
That's <laughs> by the way, I do have Arab heritage as well. Just to, just to put it out there. And he's like, You're like your family, you like the Arab side, you are the family, you can sell fucking Santa and Arab. And we just laugh about it because I am like I and I never realised it was a skill to be honest. And even as a kid, and it's I'll always remember my root and when I was in Rubicon College, we had to do charity work. <laughs> so this is when my love for charity began, to be honest and raising money and it was mm. i was always a person who raised the highest that's impressive yeah you've always had it in you yeah and it's only quite recently i realized i was like oh my god even at 16 yeah. like i had a skill of like people i think it is a thing of like people like seem to be drawn to me yeah and then they wanted to help me out yeah in that way yeah. i don't know why it just seems to be a skill i have yeah no i think you're just really good at selling like because you're selling every single one of us sells all the time like uh -huh. whether you're in work or like meet, trying to meet new people and sell like who you you're are selling them something but i think you're really good at wrapping that up in a way that people can relate to it mm. and you're really good at you know being really authentic about things yeah i don't well. bullshit people yeah and you say it how it is if you yeah you. i say how it is yeah you're mm. so right and like i won't beat around the bush with it i'll give them the the feed like the um the information I need yeah. and yeah like I've always loved doing charity work so that's where my love of charity work started I remember Paul um shower Paul from Rubicon always said to me I was like I feel like you're gonna do a lot of charity work when you're older and I always remember him mm. saying that and I was like yeah and I really did enjoy like raising money and helping others yeah it was always a passion of mine and it's funny how now that's a big part of Heels Empowerment is, is doing charity work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's like so off off the story. But I just thought I'd mention that because I don't think I've even told anyone that, to be honest, have I? No, I've not heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Makes so sense. always love doing charity work. And, um, yeah, so I went to dance classes and then also I was like, right, try a Heels class because my friend Gabby, love you, Gabby, she was like, oh, I'll come to a class with me. It's one of my friends. So, okay went and I just fell in love with heels from that moment. I always knew about the style and was like, I feel like I would enjoy it. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, moving in this way is just a bit of me. And it was just like this craving, like I've just, I just wanted to keep on doing it. Mm -hmm. It was just insane. And then I, it was kind of like a hobby more, where I was like, I want to keep going. I did not think of it like, I want this to be my job. It was just, I, my love of dance was reignited again. Yeah. Um, and, because it's so big, the dance industry. It's just, it's so easy. It's like in any industry, it's easy to get lost and like to go within your niche, within mm. an industry. Because um, it's so wide. And I then moved back home. I had like some family stuff go on. It was a bit of tough times, to be honest, actually, when I first started Heels Empowerment. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to start choreographing again, like within this style. So it was a while until I started doing like commercials slash without realising I used to choreograph more heel styles without even knowing when I was younger. <laughs> so I've always had that like sensual energy like in my dancing even as like yeah. when I was young. And um, because obviously jazz can be quite like sensual and mm -hmm. I always loved jazz. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense. And I remember choreographing, I was like, oh, I'll put some heels on with this. And I was like, oh my God, I made a heels routine. Obviously not like I do now, just putting that out there. But we all got to start somewhere. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do a workshop. So I started off just doing workshops. And then all of a sudden I was like, right, fuck it, let me just start group classes. Just one a week, not on the location. The first workshop I did was in my gym at the time, tiny room, nine people. 
And then nine people attended, crazy wow. nice. And then my second workshop I did with my friend Lowry, who's actually a Latin dancer. She's in the industry still, like kill it, fucking killing it. And we did a workshop together. Me and Liz Camille did a collab, and this is it. I love collaborating with people. Like mm. I think it's the power in collaboration and working with others is just for me a big part of heels empowerment as well. Like you know, with our charity stuff we do, we're always working with other people. It's the power yeah, of people, and we can make amazing things happen. And that's always what I preach. Mm-hmm. So even early on, I was I loved doing that. So me and Liz Camille did something for people who might not know Liz, actually. Liz is an amazing dancer, teacher as well. She's not based in Cardiff anymore. I think she moved to Ghana, actually, now. Um, I think. Wow. Yeah, 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 she's wicked. And and then I was like, do you know what, I'm start weekly classes. And it was in Cardiff and Vale College. And that was it. And then from that moment, it was just people going, can you do another class? Do you do private lessons? Have you thought of doing this? And that's basically Heels Empowerment. And then I landed as a business owner yeah pure mistake no yeah. mistake um accident yeah like i feel like it's in people's kind of life goals to be a business owner without actually having a business you've done it the opposite way around i've literally done it opposite and it's only when people start being like yes business owner i was like am i mm. i was like am i a business owner what? i i didn't even click that i was a business owner for such a long time and kind of had imposter syndrome around mm. it because it wasn't a goal of mine really no. to see myself as a business owner. Yes, I wanted to teach and be, but yeah, maybe, yeah, it was. And I didn't even realise that's what I wanted in life. And now I would not be doing anything different. No. And the, what's unique is that you have obviously both the creative side and the business side. And you have yeah. to maintain both of those. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. How do you do that? Like, how do you get in a creative mindset when you've got so much going on business side? Um, that's a good question, actually. I think the creative stuff comes so natural. And it's all I've ever done. Mm. So when it comes to creative, you can't push it. It just comes at the right time. And I think it's with being a creative person, I think anyone can vouch who's in like, a creative industry. You've got to just let it happen at the right time. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't happen and you've just got to be okay with it. So I think that balance is just letting it settle at the right time. And I think then balancing it with having a business is just making sure you're so on top of it, organized. Mm. So yeah, like you you create a plan, like you plan everything out and then you go, right, this is the goal, this is the deadline for this. And then with the creative stuff comes along at the same time, and then you give yourself plenty of time creatively to then be in the right headspace. Give yourself space, basically. You've got to give yourself yeah. space, totally. Because otherwise, if you if you deadline yourself a bit too much, I'm not that person who works last minute. No, like you're Some not. people are like, oh, I feel pressured under pressure. Like, I, yes, under pressure, I, of course, work well. But I don't like getting to that position. Yes, I can do it and I will always deliver. But no, I am not that person. No, you're a forward planner. Forward planner. Yeah. And you, you're good because you allow time for things to maybe go a bit wrong as well. So it's not up till the last minute. Yes. And if it does, I'm a mess. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. And I feel like it never goes how I want it then. So then when we do all these events and that, when everyone's like, oh, you stressed today? I'm like, no. So I'm like, why? I'm like, well, I've been stressed four weeks ago. But yeah, I, I, I've, I've been stressed for two months. Like, the two months have been stressful. This is the day is not stressful yeah. because I've done everything in my power 
to make sure it all goes smooth and I think I think that's it like don't just expect things to go well it will go well if you do it yeah to plan it yeah and when you've got so much to plan like events yeah. classes team <laughs> workshops yeah pods like literally everything yeah if you don't forward plan you've got a forward plan yeah and it's like a structure during the day like i know some days it's more teaching it is what it is i can't get back to people on dms Mm. and as well of course having a team having a business like that goes without saying like i can't physically do everything and delegating is a huge huge thing i've learned and like yeah i think to be honest i do delegate well like i still think i can and i think that's normal for any business owner but like I'm not that business owner. It's like, no, I gotta do everything. Like, I will, I will. Like, but the thing is, if you have a team you trust, then yeah, you will delegate, mm. and you might be struggling in your business to delegate because you don't rely on your team like to do it. So maybe you need to look within your team. Yeah. And go, actually, do I need to jig my team around? Have I got the right people? Have they yeah. got the right skill set? Um, because yeah, you shouldn't be doing anything that isn't like I always see. Someone said you see, should see tasks as like a five pound task, a fifty pound task. You said this to me, task. Yeah. yeah. And you should label the ones that you have, mm-hmm. and the ones which are the, at the lower end, like just give them to somebody yeah, else who, yeah, yeah. who you know, it, that to them would be a higher like yeah. value task. But like you know, for what the you business need to owner, fo- you know what you need to focus on exactly. Yeah. And like I did. To be fair, I think this time around for the summer ball, I did do that really well. Yeah. I was like, right, you do this. And even after, like, the aftermath of the ball, like, I, I delegated things, like, to do afterwards. Because obviously then it was my birthday, and then I was going away to Canada. I had to prepare to go to Canada and then, like, do a handover and all this. So, like, I think it's just always thinking ahead mm. of the time because life goes so quick. Like, can you cope? We made that whole plan of the year yeah. in, like... December, January. Yeah, I still remember it. Sat down with that paper that just like rolls out over the table. Yeah. Mapping like dates and obviously loads of this feels so far away. It doesn't even feel tangible. No, I was like, this is not possible. And we were like, no, it will because we've planned it. And like, yeah, this is the busiest year I've had in my life business wise. And you said you were like, you've got this, like we can do this. And I was like, can I because we didn't do half of the stuff we did that we did last year but like we keep on growing and that's the way you grow you have to be organized you can't just wait and go oh should we do this like it it needs to be planned way in advance because otherwise you're you're not going to get around to it it's just going to stay as an idea yeah and things get easier to plan once you've done them like we're quite good at being yes doing a review after things a like, review right, what, yeah what, what needs to change for next time and we I know said that, that didn't that. we yeah yesterday actually yeah doing reviews is so important and like yeah I think it's just organization mm. yeah I think being organized find systems find ways to systemize things mm-hmm. find structures that work and then yeah. mirror them tweak them but try not to reinvent the wheel if something is working I yeah and I think if something isn't working having a team who who are honest and like, oh, I don't think this is working that well anymore. Yeah. It's so important. Don't ignore what your team is saying because at the end of the day, they're the ones doing it. Mm. Yes, yeah, so the people on the ground doing the doing. They know. They've got that closest, like, yeah. um, touch point with it. Don't don't think that, like, don't let your ego get in the way. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. like my, my ego, like, having a business, like, I... 
I'm like, no, I'm all ears. Like, I want, I want to improve at the end of it. I want to give more to my clients. Like, hurt my ego if it's going to hurt my ego. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I want to give as much as I can to people. Yeah. And when, and you got to think when your team's coming to you, it's because they care about your brand. And if they, you're not getting any feedback, that's more worrying. Definitely, definitely. Because nobody is doing everything completely right. No one's perfect. No one's perfect, especially when you're growing something new. Like, yeah. how the hell are you supposed to do something right all the time? Yeah. First time. Totally. It's not It's not achievable. Exactly. So I think that's it, really. List communication. And these are probably, like, things are probably obvious, like, that you think of. But I think with the detail with it, like, the communication, like, yeah. with your team, like, ego yeah. and organisation. Mm. they're key to like for business size and then creative just be patient yeah and it gets easier the more you do a creativity like the more it's like the more you exercise it the easier it gets yeah and things will flow because i can imagine the more stressed you get about it the less it's going to actually come as well yeah you can't just leave it sometimes you're like no i'm stressed today then later on the day you might just might just go ping yeah and it comes you literally can make a routine in 10 minutes it blows my mind yeah. Like, what's the quickest amount of time you've ever made a routine? Probably, like, five minutes. <laughs> I know. It's, it's weird, but that don't always happen. But, like, it, if it just comes, it comes. Obviously, yeah. that's not with, like, editing and making it perfect, but I can make, like, whack out a routine in five minutes sometimes. But usually it takes, like, 25 minutes to make a routine, I know. Yeah. That's not a lot of time. No. Like, how long did it take you in the beginning? Days. Yeah. It could take days, but obviously, like, an hour here, an hour. They flex it, right? You build it. Oh, she's flexed. She's flexed. Flexing. She's flexing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's it for that one, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Is there anything else you um, want to ask? Well, what's, what's been the most challenging part of what you've been doing over the past couple of years? Mm. Hmm. So you, what are you... Yeah. What's been the biggest challenge? Um, I think still to this day is trust yeah with people um and i think every single business owner goes through this like and you do feel so alone in as a business owner um because at the end of the day when you're like at the top of like managing people you know it's your business you're at the top so then to get advice off people is hard it's really lonely it's very lonely sometimes yeah. and like we speak about this a lot and it's hard because you you can't really offload to someone who completely gets it unless you're a business owner. So I think it is really important to like have friends who are self-employed, mm. who have businesses, or even like like you, obviously, you're around people all the time with um, who are business owners. And like speaking to those people, because otherwise you'll just get in your head. And like when I get in my head, it's not a safe space. No, you need other people to say, look, I'm going through similar things. Like, it's so normal. Yeah. And, and they go, welcome to and being it in means the business. More, yeah, it means more from them. It does. Because they, they, they have been through exactly the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and like, yeah. I, I think with the trust thing, like, yeah, you are going to, at the end of the day, the reality is, obviously from the outside, you never know, but you will get fucked over. Yeah. Like, pff, facts, you will. Like, people, and it's funny to say this, because like, you wouldn't just never know, like from the outside, but people just are out to get you sometimes mm. without you even realizing. Like, God blimey, over the years, shit in hell, like the journey I've been on, like, and it is all to do with my gut. If I just listen to my gut, like, yeah. 
but then you don't learn these things. You've got to learn. It's painful lessons sometimes. Very, but I've had needed. very painful lessons. You have. You As, have. Well, you know everything. Like yeah. it's been very painful lessons, and I think you've just got to trust your gut and protect yourself. Yeah. Stop protecting other people. Yeah. At the cost of your mental health. Mm-hmm. Your business. And as well, you've worked so fucking hard for it. Like, mm. don't let someone or, like, anything, like, get in the way of what you were trying to achieve. Yeah. It's so important for you just to go... If you need to cut people off, you need to cut people off. Cut, like, leave in the past. Yeah. Leave it in the past. Because they, if they're not, like, giving you any... Bringing any joy or any passion to what you're doing... And they're tarnishing it. No, don't be afraid to hurt feelings. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they're not scared to hurt yours. No, you've got to put number one first. You've got to put number one first. Because if you don't put number one first, then you're not going to be able to give to other people and fill up their cup. Yeah. And that's what I neglected for a while was myself and I was noticing it flowing into my business. Yeah. It was just a no. And like no one would ever see from the outside eye, really, to be honest. But... It was happening and I was noticing and I snapped out of it. I was mm. like, that's it. I, I, I self-checked myself and I was like, no. Like, you got to trust people. I trust everyone because I, I used to trust everyone because I thought everyone had the same intentions as me, as we know. Yeah. But now, no, I am more careful with who I trust. And my team is an amazing team. And, like, I know I can trust my team. And this is why we select very, not we, like, well, yeah, me, I select, like, not, it's not like a, like a rash decision. No. I ha- like, who I pick to be on my team. It's people who I trust so much. It's a family. Like, mm. it is, like, a family, the team, because we we lean on each other. And if you can't trust your team, then, yeah, you shouldn't have that person in the team. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be scared of letting them go. Yeah. Even if, even if technically maybe... Maybe they even are friends, but you really, really don't trust them. Yeah, you've got to let people go. Because yeah. you, oh my God, stories I've heard about other business owners as well. Yeah. Like, you know, you like share stories of what's happened. You will, like we said, it's important too. My jaw drops when I hear other people's stories. I'm like, you've fucking been through that, what? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And guess what? My friend um, said to me recently, actually, she was like, and there's going to be more things that's going to happen. And you've just got to keep, you've just got to move quicker and mm. not move emotionally. Mm. Do it, get it over and done with. Don't let it escalate, which yeah. I used to do. Yeah. And be like, oh, no, it's fine. They're intentional, is it? No, don't trust, don't trust them. If they, they prove you wrong, no. Yeah. Bite the bullet and just go, no, make those hard decisions. Yeah. It's not personal at the end of the day. It's business. It's business. It's business is business and don't let people yeah don't let people get away with stuff like you gotta go no no this is this is my business yeah i'm making a business decision take the emotion out of it thank you so much but no yeah <laughs> it's no longer and i think now i'm a lot better at making those decisions and being more like business-minded and taking because i am an emotional person at the end of the day she's a cancer she's a cancer queen mm. it's gonna happen so you've got to make sure that you think of your business as number one yeah and just trust your gut. Trust your gut. Trust your gut with The gut it. feeling. If you're going to gut, distance yourself. If it's, yeah. if it's a negative gut. And if it's a good, 
leave it to it yeah. and see where it goes. Yeah, you have been through some shit, but <laughs> but the growth, like if you were put positive spins on these things, like you you've learned quite big things quicker than if you hadn't been through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm only twenty six, and I've grown in the last, I'd say, in the last year. Two, yeah, a year and a half, I'd say, I've grown yeah. a lot. Quick. Quickly. Quickly, mm. definitely. And maybe we just finish with what advice would you give your, your GHG two years ago? Two years ago, me. Yeah. To be honest, what we kind of spoke about is... Oh, trust. Trust. Don't trust people as much, too much. Because you never know. Yeah. And I think with any idea you have, keep it close to your heart mm. for a long time until it actually comes to life. I've never been that person to be like, oh, I want to do that. And it just talk about the idea. Mm. And I never fall like, go through with it. Yeah, I think sometimes things do fall through. But like, keep it close to you always. And then you never know who's listening Yeah. as well. Yeah. That's another thing. And then, like, just know, like, you have got the potential. So much potential. Like, you don't realise how far something can go, but if you don't put your energy into it, it will never go far. You've got to... I think it gets to a point in a business. First of all, yeah, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You never know. But then if it's going on... If it's going up, up and up, I think you just got to take gambles sometimes. And, yeah. like, that's what we've done with Heels and Parliament. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. You just got to see if it works. And if it don't, mm. it don't. It's not the end of the world. But I've been fortunate with a lot of things. Yeah, some things haven't gone as well as I thought they would. But then I've been lucky that a lot of them have. And you just got to take risks in business. And don't be scared. And, like, don't listen to bullshit from people who are, to be honest, probably jealous that you're taking risks. Yeah. Because there's so many people who'd be like, oh, my God, have you seen what so-and-so started doing? Oh, my God. Yeah. I had so much of that when I started Heels and Parliament. Especially because it was quite new. Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. No one was really doing it. So, like, mm. I was, like, the first person really to be doing it weekly and, like, really going for it. So, I think just don't don't listen to the bullshit and just stay focused and driven. Stay, stay in your lane and don't let people try and, like, take you off track. Yeah. It's so important just to stick to your dream. If you really do believe in something, people do see it and they'll see how the honesty in it. Yeah. And people do. They definitely mm. do. Yeah. The queens do. Yeah, like, know what your um, your why. Yeah. If you stick to your why, you will be absolutely fine. If your why starts shifting, then maybe you need to rejig your business. But mm. if the why is so strong, people believe in it. And then you can, you can then, like, kind of, like, map out to different parts within, like, you know, with us doing events and that. Like, obviously, I don't know what whoever's listening, what industry you're in, then you can then start, like, diversifying. And I don't even know if that's a word. It is, yeah. Um, Yeah, you can start, like, diversifying. I can't say it again. (laughs) Diversifying. And then going in different angles because your why is still important. Yeah. So I think that is a big thing, actually, is listen to your gut feeling about anything. Like, Mm -hmm. about business ideas you have, like... People within the business, um, people, you know, you know, clients as well, um, 
everything with your gut feeling and then also then your why. Mm-hmm. The, I think those are the two biggest things. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you doing it? Yeah. Why? Like. Why though? If you don't know and you're just doing it just to do it, then it's... I think you need to revalue Revaluate your business. Yeah, especially when it, when it gets tough. Like, what's going to keep you going through if you don't yeah. have that and you're why, not actually attached to that? Why? Yeah, why are you working all these hours yeah. if you don't care about it? And maybe you're not putting the hours in it because you don't care about it. Yeah. Like, we, we know with me, I work every day. Mm. But I'm not moaning about that. I I can't help myself, if anything. If anything, people are going to be like, stop working. And I'm like, well, no, because... I love what I do. I want to keep giving. So you got to, like, having a business is not easy. That's the reality. So if you're listening, you're like, oh, I want to. Just know it's going to be hard. Yeah. And you're going to be putting in. So people think, oh, yeah, be self-employed. Oh, lush. Like, I can work whenever I want. No, you'll be working every day. Like, it, it is, yeah, yeah easier in in some ways because you're, you, you're in control of your diary and stuff. But no, you, no. <laughs> you'll be working every hour pretty much like it's it's tough but because you care about because you know your why it motivates you so if you are willing to put in so many hours to get where you want to be and to make your dreams come true then it's totally worth it do it do it do it and if it's not then maybe it's not for you it's not for you find find a business that you do believe in their why and and join that yeah Yeah. work for someone else who's why that you're passionate about Mm. um or join a community Mm. like you know you you don't have to be the business owner you can join a community like that you're like yes i love i love what they're doing and you're a part of a community that you're passionate about it doesn't mean you have to have a business no so yeah so if you um want to start a business um i hope this has helped but yeah, I reckon it probably has helped a lot of people. Signing Times upcoming pills empowerment. Woo. Woo woo. 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 I literally do have my little pom poms. Oh, you are the here. biggest cheerleader. And you? the biggest pain in the ass. Biggest pain in the ass award goes to Sophie Webber. That <laughs> <laughs> nah, joke, joke, joke. Joke, joke. But yeah. Joke, okay, joke. No, I'm your biggest cheerleader cheerleader. Because yeah, I just fully believe that your why is so strong mm. and everything you do every day is just going in the complete right direction. So proud of you. Only way's up, honey. Only way is up. Only way is up. Baby. Baby. <laughs> Thanks, Sof. Woo. Cool. Should we sign off there for the day then? Yes. Yeah? Amazing. Well, if you're listening, Ooh. make sure you like the podcast, subscribe, because we love those subscribers. Thank you very much. Um, and tell your friends about it and let us know if you want to hear anything else because yeah we're open to topics stories anything anything you're struggling with maybe we could help mm-hmm. um, we're here for you we're here for you boo boo-boos boo-boo-boos we'll do like a question box soon on the stories on the heels underscore empowerment account on Instagram and we'll um and then you can, if you want us to talk about any topics, like we said, yeah. or if you've got any burning questions, or you've got anything funny that we can share on the podcast. Oh, we do love a funny story. We fucking love a good story. So <laughs> please send them over because it makes our day. And I'm sure it'll make someone else's day if they're having a shit day. And that, at the end of the day, that's all we want to do in this yes. life is to make people smile. Make people smile. And make it a little bit easier this world. Yeah. Preach. And on that note. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Come Bye.